What's going on, everyone? It's your boy, Bobby D. We're back. We, this is our second podcast of the day. This will be dropping after our other podcast that we did with our good friends of the pod, our GOPs, Rob Lopolis and Brian Tosti, voices of the Texas Stars and the Binghamton Devils, respectively. Um, before you stop this podcast right now and then go listen to that one first, it was a great conversation. We talked about how this coronavirus is affecting the AHL not only the players in the league, but like the immediate staff and employees of those teams and, and the whole repercussions of the fallout of that um, going into even next season. So I would highly suggest go listening to that. Then come back to this one where we're going to be fanning out about theories on what's going to happen with the NHL this season and next season, what's going to happen with the draft lottery, what's going to happen with the playoffs. Um, but first. We're actually drinking this time. Your boy here has a Roarbox Griddle Cakes. This is one of my favorite beers. Kyle, what do you got over there? Uh, hey, boys. Good to see you. Sorry for not introducing you. I got That's too, all right. too uh, enthused with my, my Griddle Cakes. No, absolutely. Quick off-the-rail story. I was actually, as you boys know, I was cruising on, uh, in the Caribbean early in March. I got back into the States on the 8th, and I was going to go 30 days off the sauce. And I made it nine days, and then the coronavirus and this COVID-19 shut everything down, and now I'm stuck inside, so I'm back on the soft voice. So tonight I'm drinking a little uh, other half brewery, triple purple chroma, little imperial IPA, clocking in here at uh, a smooth 10.0% ABV. Delicious. Nice. nice Tyler, nice, nice. good to see you, bud. Yeah, good to see you guys, too. You know, it's... Uh... I mean, I got a essential quotation marks job, so I'm working on it. I know you guys are probably sitting at home getting a little stir crazy, right? Yeah. Sure everybody else is. Oh, yeah. uh, I am drinking my uh, this Adirondack bear, as in the animal, naked. It's uh, Amber Ale. Uh, you know, I got this from uh, – this is the Beer of the Month Club that my uh, wonderful girlfriend got me for Christmas. So working on those babies. How is that, by the way? I don't think you. I don't. First off, I didn't even know you had it. How does it work? Second off, beer the beer of the month. No, huh? I never heard of that thing. Oh, me either. Beth just found it. I mean, it's so, not, you so get far one a month or. Uh, she did like a she did a two month one, oh. so they give you a twelve pack of with four beers, three of each beer. So I got a total of twenty four beers. Um, none of them are big name, big brand names, you know, it's smaller, you know, like Adirondack and stuff, but is not ship, too bad. Is it shipped to you or is it, you yep, have to go yeah, shipped to me Really, right to the front door. So it was nice and easy. Wow. No oh, shit. Didn't know about that. Sounds cool. Yeah. It's not too bad. I mean, you can always go to our friends at, uh, one stop um, through shop. One stop. There you go. That's they it. They are Let's... still, they are still open too. I saw on yes, Facebook. They are. I was just Crucial. in there trying to sell him some Red Bull. <laughs> you, don't sound, you don't sound like that was very successful. No, he, he's a very small account, but no. seeing, seeing 95% of my accounts are beers or uh, bars and restaurants, like, I, like I'm like i literally doing nothing 
Yikes. Hopefully so, we get well, at least I'm getting paid, so yep. can't and complain, really. Yep, and hopefully we get back to normality sooner than later. Yep, that's for so. sure. This shit sucks. Yep. Baba, what's on the agenda tonight? Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how everything goes. Tyler, put your phone on vibrate there, pal. Sorry. Sorry. It's all right. Sorry. I'm just teasing you. We haven't bought it in a while. We, so. we do have an exciting thing to, to release later on in the episode. Um, yes, we do. Stay tuned for that, folks. Yes, absolutely. Especially pay attention to our Twitter and Instagram pages. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyler will be filling you in on that later. But I guess um, we did, it, it, like I mentioned with uh, Brian Tosti and Rob Lopolis, we, we talked about uh, this potential fallout of this COVID-19 coronavirus crisis. Um, so there's we don't really need to get into – uh, the pausing of the NHL and the AHL and all the other leagues across the globe. Um, I guess I want to focus more on some fun theories on what we have potentially in the future. Um, I know Tyler, you have some ideas. Why don't you take it from there and then we'll just wing it for a bit and uh, then we'll wing some more stuff. That's, that's our good um, MO. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, uh, well, you know, it's obviously, you know, it's all rumors right now going around. So it's hard to really see what happens until this thing really breaks. And, you know, I assume the NBA, just like uh, NHL followed the NBA canceling the season or uh, postponing the season, they'll probably follow their uh, uh, leeway too or their, uh, their movements. But, um, you know, there's a lot of talk about how – they come back if they come back, um, you know, if they're going to continue the regular season, just start with playoffs, change the playoff format from what it usually is. So it's a lot of interesting ideas. And um, I mean, I kind of, you know, I'm bored, you know, because there's no hockey. So I definitely dove into that and, you know, doing a little cap friendly stuff and, you know, just, you know, get my fix going. But um so what I thought was interesting was, you know, uh, it was a couple of weeks ago that the the players suggested a new format if the league starts up back in July or end mm-hmm. of July, start with a training camp and then finish off the regular season and then playoffs and then like a month break to get in free agency to draft and everything like that in. Was that in September? And then get pretty much started up by October. So next season isn't uh, completely ruined. So I think if it comes to that point, I think that's probably the, the fairest way to do it and the most logical because, I mean, you, you can go into the escrow and the big fight between the players and the owners over that because with the, you know, NHL's uh, a ticket uh, generated revenue or that's how they generate most of the revenue. So, without playing these last games, the escrow gets messed up because the owners won't be making as much. And I really don't want to go down that road because I don't fully understand it. But basically, the players would get screwed if the regular season isn't played and definitely screwed if there's no playoffs at all. So, I kind of like that idea that they proposed to the NHL. So, Well, the thing that I heard on that is if that actually happens um, – the I think the NHL owners aren't that greedy and they would basically like finance that escrow payment for the remainder of this season. 
And for the folks, yeah. escrow is just since the players and the owners have negotiated within their CBA a 50-50 revenue split, um, at the end of the year, the through whatever the league revenue comes out to be, owners get half of that, and then the players have to pay out the remaining from their salaries, something like that, to match it, right? Yes. Yeah, basically they pay a percentage of their salaries. If the players end up making more than what the league revenue is for the, yes. the owner's side? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, there's there's always – there's good – good vibes, I guess, you know, there's not a lot of tension in between the two groups of the owners and the players. So that's good. And um, kind of just looking forward to like some people think that they'd actually, after all these talks are concluded, they actually might extend the CBA too, which would be good just because they're kind of close before. And obviously they have this big, uh, big hiccup in the season that they have to work through too. So that's just kind of looking forward. That'd be uh, obviously a very, good part if they can, you know, get that CBA extended. But, yeah, it's definitely – I mean, they can't really make any moves until this this pandemic. Pandemic. Yuck. Pandemic. Yeah, there's, there's an M in there. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> it's just a word. I'll toss it to Kyle, <laughs> yep. but I just want to say that I have heard one crazy hashtag root for chaos format that I will talk about after you throw out your thoughts and opinions on everything. Um, but I would totally vote for this, but I'll, uh, I'll toss it to you first. Yeah. So I think the most optimistic I've seen, I believe was from the hockey news. Maybe they posted an article and this was keep in mind, this was probably 10, 10, seven to 10 days ago when things were kind of still a little raw in terms of, things really get hit, shit hitting the fan here. And now that, you know, there's a lot of States and, and areas that are in complete shutdown mode, stay at home mode um, was the players would start like a mini training camp, April 29th and resume the regular season, May 15th, which I think that's probably the most optimistic take right now. Uh, yeah. I would you know, even say borderline unrealistic. Just the fact that they just released that they want the players to self-quarantine for another 10 days. Well, no, we're talking April 29th for... Yeah, but, I mean, I'm just saying, like, now we're getting into this quarantine phase into April, so it's yeah. getting less and less realistic. I'm, I'm yeah. just saying, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, well, April 29th, I mean, that puts you, you, put, you, you, know, that puts you back into regular season, middle of May... I don't see any way they could finish out the remaining 10 to 14 games that each team has. I would think that would have to be, uh, you know, some teams would have to lose some games or they would have to cut the number of games down. Something would have to happen. And, and it's, it's tough. It's, it's again, it's what you mentioned in terms of the revenue and ticket sales. First and foremost, I don't think if they did come back in the middle of May that there would be fans allowed in the arena. I don't think that's even feasible. Yeah. I think if they did come back middle of May, it would be playing in front of empty arenas. So you're still not really gaining that revenue from the ticket sales. However, I think owners, players, uh, GMs, coaches, they all want to finish the season, let's face it. And maybe not some teams, Detroit, some of the teams that are <laughs> completely out of it. But, um, you know, best case scenario in that case, even if they had another 15 days of regular season, that puts you in June 1st. In the playoffs, typically, if you do seven-game series, go on for, what, two months? Yeah. That puts you August 1st. 
to rather than a, end what mid June is usually when the cup ends. Uh, usually early June, early yeah. June. So, early. you know, you're put you're putting yourself behind two months behind the eight ball. So I don't know if logistically that's feasible. Cause then you push back the drafts free agency. I don't know if it's feasible to be done in a month and a half or not, but um, I would love it. Obviously I, I want to see at least the very least playoffs. Now I don't know that I would love to see three game series in the playoffs or five game series. It's not really the national hockey league, the way it's not the way it is. I mean, how many times do you see a team go down three, one, they come back, they were all, you know, they rattle off the next three uh, to win the series. If you're playing best of five series, it's just not that same element that you get. And that's why I think it makes, you know, as we all are a little bit biased, but we'd all probably agree that the national league hockey, or, you know, national hockey league playoffs are leaps and bounds better than any other league. I mean, is there any disagreement on that? No, absolutely not. I mean, I mean, basketball, yuck. Yeah. You know, football's a one and done. So you get lucky. Yeah. You know, uh, look at the Tennessee Titans. They beat the, the Ravens and the, and the Patriots this year. Hey, don't, you know, don't, don't discredit my boy Ryan Tannehill. He's hey, you know, elite. He is elite. <laughs> he's getting paid. Next yeah, year he's going to get paid like he's in lead. Holy shit. Jesus. That's How many years before they buy him out or cut him? <laughs> Zero, uh, easy, elite. <laughs> um, but no, you know, my thought process, are we going to, do you want to, Bob, do you want to kind of shift into our own theories of the way that it should be done or how they should finish everything or? Sure. I'll give you my realistic. Your, yeah. Your, I'll give you two. I'll give you my realistic one. Yep. And I will give you my. Uh, root for chaos. Root for chaos. <laughs> dream scenario. Okay. Which to preface will never happen. So I'm putting that out there now. Do not call me an idiot or people calling me an idiot on online. Well, it would never we, we, are, we are living in never, never land or never ever land right now. I mean, this is, this is that's true. outer that's space true. right now. So. so here's my realistic. Hey Bob, if someone calls you an idiot, just call him idiot back. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, there's big tough guys. Yeah. You know, they're the loser. Yeah. Nerds. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Uh, my realistic, I'm not trying to be a pessimistic. I think the season's over. I think just pack it up, cancel the season, get back to the fo- focus on next season, get the draft ready, figure out how to do the draft lottery, um, scrap the combine because the only importance really is meeting the players now. I don't even think scouts and, and GMs really take much into the uh, fitness side of it. Um, obviously, because like Casey Middlestat couldn't do a, pu- a pull up, and the Sabers still drafted him eighth overall. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in my opinion, I think I think just end the season, um, get guys home, even though they're probably most of them are home, uh, and just tell them focus on next year, rehab, workout, your season, uh, your off season starts early. That being said my dream scenario would still be the same thing. Um, But as of when the season starts as scheduled next year, the top eight teams by winning percentage are put into a champions league style Stanley cup playoffs tournament. And I know this would never happen because of building availability and the amount of games played, but because we, 
had our season cut short by like 12 to 14 games this year, I say take out 10 to 12 games next year across the board from everyone. So you're playing 70 to 72 games and have this year's, like this season Stanley Cup awarded by Christmas. So you're playing 20, 20, 21 regular season games, but then the top 16 or the top eight per conference by winning percentage teams are playing in an interleague playoff tournament, like a Champions League, how they do that in soccer over in Europe, where you play based off of last year's performances for the, the Champions League Cup this year. So the playoffs would be played the first two and a half months of next season, as well as regular season games, all trying to focus on the Stanley Cup playoffs in the spring of 2021 as well. Um, I know it's chaotic and it'll never happen because of building availability and they don't want to take away games. Um, but, you know, crazy, crazy things crazy call for things crazy are. measures. Um, I know it's, and I know it's crazy, but it could be super fun. And I just love interleague tournaments as it is. I think, I mean, all the European leagues do a champions league over there. Um, even in hockey, which is super exciting and it could be fun. Interesting. Yeah, that's definitely interesting. So you're saying that they would play playoff games the same time as regular season games. Regular season games? Mm-hmm. That is absolutely chaotic and I expect nothing less from you. So and they basically, they'd all have to play each other once, no? So would they have to play each other like, if there's 16 teams, you'd have to play every opponent once? Or? No, no, no. I'm saying, like, the playoff format would be exactly the same as NHL playoffs. Oh. But they would just play them in the regular season of next so season. Seven-game series, or would it be three-game series? Five-game. Because I know maybe, Champions League is three, three, usually, a Champions League. No, Champions League is just a home-and-away leg. Yeah, you're right. It's two. It's two. You're um, right. Yep. So I'm, I'm just taking the idea of okay. that. Like, remember when Leicester City, they won the Premier League a few years ago? Yep. The next following season, they didn't even finish in the top eight, yep. but they were playing in the Champions League yep. for their previous season. So things yep. like that, like gotcha. wh- whoever's doing well this year could be horrible next year, but they also could focus on just trying to win the playoffs and sort of throw the first half of that season. Um, it could be fun. I don't know. I just love the – it's the, the soccer guy in me coming out. Um, <laughs> once I heard that theory, I was like, I'm all for it. I know it never happened. Um, but you know, the, the NHL is pretty vanilla and they're very traditional, but if, if they do decide to somehow figure out a way to play this remaining in the season, they're going to have to get creative and get crazy. Mm-hmm. I will yeah. uh, shut up and pass along. Yeah. My, my thought, and I think I, I mentioned it in one of our group messages was again, and it kind of, if you look at the standings right now, there's probably in the Eastern conference, there's probably about six teams vying for the last two wild cards. And in the Western conference, there's probably about five teams would be some type of thing where you have a, almost like a, a play in series where it would be seven versus 10, eight versus nine in the current standings right now. Um, and it could be, you know, like a, a, even as simple as a three game or like the Major League Baseball does, they do a playing game for the wild card, the last wild card spot, basically. They have two wild cards, and I think the one they do a one-game playoff who gets that actual wild card into the playoffs. So um, I think a three-game playoff in that 
to determine, you know, assuming they don't have the time to make up, let's say six or seven games that are remaining in the regular season. Cause again, I think we all can agree that they're probably not going to finish the last 10 to 14 games, but let's say they can finish five or six where they have some sort of playoff between the teams that are still in it uh, mathematically, uh, you know, series per se. And then that way you're not screwing the teams. Like there's some teams that were on a hot run right now, the Panthers, the Rangers, uh, the wild. There was some teams that were on a hot run before this uh, pause in the season that, Theoretically, with 12 games left, they could have made the playoffs. So I think you got to give those teams a chance that are still mathematically potentially can make the playoffs, is my opinion. So I would love to see, like, like I said, a 7 versus 10, 8 versus 9 series uh, would be pretty cool, I think, to get, kind of play into those last two wildcard positions. I think it would be pretty sick. Tyler? Uh, I'm going to take that and just go full on March Madness bracket style. Sheesh. You know, just give everybody a shot, really. You know, we can do, you know, single elimination for the first round, best of three for the second round, and then, you know, best of five, and then work your way all, all the way up to a best of seven so it doesn't take, you know, forever. But, you know, some of these lower-end teams like the Devils and Kings, they're hot, you know, coming in. And what kind of chaos and, like, storylines would that be if they knock off, you know, a top top seed, really? You know, out of the playoffs. I mean, that's that's. I think that would be a good way to have every team, you know, make some sort of revenue and like definitely get some revenue into the owners' pockets to help the escrow factor out, and you know, give a little, a little chaos and you know, give us get some good storyline or storylines out of that because you know that's kind of what the NHL needs. You know, it's you know, last of the big four sports, so. Do something a little crazy while you have this chance. And then, you know, you know, if you can start that by end of July, you know, you're done by, you know, September-ish, and then you can kind of go into the next season. I don't hate that idea. I think the only thing I would revise on that would be the one-game series in the first round. That would be the only just thing I would there's some, Just in you, case, uh, like, the Red just, Wings knock off the Bruins. Exactly. You just never know. I think, you, like <laughs> – uh, I just would hate to see that something like that happen, you know. I love it. I, I love it. I think it's. I, I, I do I like. I, I definitely like the idea. I don't hate the idea at all. I just think you'd have to go at least like three, five, seven, seven, maybe. Yeah. Seven something for the like conference that. final and seven for the cha- uh, Stanley Cup final. But I, I like the idea. I really do. I think that's a pretty good idea, actually. Yeah. It, I mean, it's yeah. something different, and you know, that's kind of like what this. I mean, this virus has given us is, you know, really think outside the box and yep. come up with, like, some of these crazy ideas that's, you know, very interesting. And, you know, I think a lot of fans would enjoy something like that unless you lose in the first round to a <laughs> Detroit Red Wings or something like that or, you know, the Kings or something. Yep. So, I don't know. Well, the big thing I saw today as well is that some – uh, NHL management had reported to, I don't remember if it was Dreger or LeBron, um, excuse me, that someone had submitted the idea of the bottom seven teams. If we're able to get into the playoffs, 
uh, the bottom seven would play along and fight for and have like an, a seven-team tournament to win the lottery. Yeah, that would be interesting too. That is what I've been saying this entire time. <laughs> and we've had this fucking podcast that the team that wins the Stanley Cup at the end of the year should win and get the number one overall pick. Well, that's not exactly what they were talking about. No, I know, but like yeah, I've like, been saying that the draft lottery should be flipped and the teams that are do better should get better draft picks. Yeah. Or wasn't one of your ideas like the teams with the best winning percentage after the trade deadline, like they get a you know, after, better after kind of them that way. After teams were mathematically eliminated from yeah, the playoffs, so put them into a separate pool and then whoever has the best winning percentage after a point of elimination, yeah, that's how you. I you could. I don't know. Because Devils usually get hot at the end of the season. Yeah, they're after already they're out. already out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, I, yeah, that's definitely an interesting idea. I mean, as long as there's games being played, I don't think fans will completely mind how or like you know they're getting paid. They just they just want hockey. And they want somebody to win the Stanley Cup and. Gary Batman's come out and said, we want to uh, award the Stanley Cup. You know, they don't want to, you know, basically lose this whole season for nothing for the first time since, uh, I think it was 1919 with the Spanish flu, that they didn't award the Stanley Cup. So, would anybody, maybe you know, Tyler, would anybody be getting a shaft right now based on percentage points that's physically in a playoff spot? Um, but just, just I think curious. there's, I, I forget, I think Winnipeg, and like the wild might have been switched, just so the wild would get in and, and Winnipeg would be out, or vice versa. Um, something like that. If you guys just hold on a second, let yeah, me yeah. pull this up. Which just, I hate because the games at hand is such a. I mean, it's relevant. Let's face it. Yeah. You still got to play the games, but it's bullshit when teams. You can't ever rely on a game in hand. You always got to expect your opponents to beat. You know, to win. <laughs> basically, the teams you're playing against. But at the same time, there's so much parity in the league that. Just because you have two games in hand on somebody who's ahead of you in the standings doesn't mean you're going to win both those games. I get it. Oh, yeah. Percentage points. It's just uh, – I don't know. I'd, I'd hate to see a team – and you're, you're obviously checking it out, but I'd hate to see a team that's in right now get shafted if they do go by percentage points. It doesn't it so, feel like fucking ages ago, too, that we were just watching hockey? Jesus. Yeah, what I, yeah I, I know. It's, it's been like what? Two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks tonight. I sent a message out the Wednesday two weeks ago, and I said, boys, enjoy the last evening of hockey. And I remember it was in our, our, yeah. uh, beer, our beer league thread. And sure as shit, the next day, no, yep, there it was gone. And See you later. The Avs won, though. That's all that mattered the last night I watched. <laughs> um, so um, just doing a little quick math in my head, I believe. So um, let's see. So Winnipeg is in the first wild card spot. With 80 points in 71 games, Vancouver has 78 points in 69 games. So I believe they would move up mm-hmm. and knock out Winnipeg. And then in the East, I think the Islanders would knock off uh, Columbus, who are in the second wild card spot, with 81 and 70 games. And then the Islanders have 80 points in 68 games. Oh, for sure they would. That's not, that's yeah, not, that's a fact. Yeah, that so but, but what are you gonna do? I guess if that's if that's the way the league has to save the playoffs, yeah. Some teams are gonna be pissed, but at the end of the day, we get hockey at least. Yeah. 
I mean, what do you think about the idea of like expanding the playoffs to like a 2014 uh, format? Just because the whole reason was that was because like the big markets like Chicago, mm-hmm. Montreal, New York Rangers mm-hmm. that are like on that bubble and would be included in that, you know, they obviously generate a lot of revenue for the league. So, mm-hmm. so 12 teams in each conference? Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind that. I think what I'd rather see would be like ten teams in each conference, with maybe a buy going to the first, first and second seed. Yeah, that's definitely interesting. I would. I would like that. Is this like a they change that to the regular, you know, yeah. playoff structure? Although I, I don't. I don't necessarily agree with buys in football, so I don't know if I would agree with them in hockey. So maybe I'll retract that statement. I wouldn't just, want that either because it's over yeah. half the league, and the bottom end of those teams would have a losing record. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. There's, it's definitely gonna be interesting. We, I don't think we'll hear any, have any, any updates. I think the NBA commissioner said that uh, best case scenario, I think was May 1st. And I think that was like, again, like five days ago, seven days ago. So things obviously have changed. So uh, I don't foresee us seeing any hockey or updates, at least for another three weeks. Updates, hockey, not for at least another month, but minimum a month but yeah it's sucks. it's unfortunate because we're still kind of like on that up curve you know where things are still kind of getting bad and it is getting much worse yeah i mean like there's definitely been some you know like i can't really i don't follow the news a whole lot so i can't really say like compared to other countries like what we're doing and stuff but like at least they're kind of making steps in the right direction i don't know if they're kind of like a little too late and they're a little hesitant but there's definitely been moves to kind of help out, you know, the spread of it. But, yeah. You know, we still have all those psychopaths hoarding the toilet paper and shit. So, <laughs> well, we don't really want to focus too much on that. Yeah. Let's focus Negative on, news. Let's focus on the other tournament yes, sir. idea that we have. Tyler, take it away. Uh, well, uh, as our uh, fans know, we are also a beer podcast. So I kind of came up with this uh, content idea, you know, playing into our beer uh, loving and, you know, March Madness style, a little beer bracket where each of us, including Greg, even though he doesn't really show up anymore, uh, pick eight beers, eight of our favorite beers and uh, rank them and have the fans vote on them. And we'll do a little bracket style. So day by day, you'll have, if you follow our Twitter feed, you'll be able to vote on what your favorite beer is based on our uh, our picks. And we'll see uh, who the official Sticks and Beers champion, Sticks and Beers champion of beers. No, that doesn't sound right. Sticks and Beers Beer Madness Tournament. Beer champion of Six and beers. It's the beer madness, not the March madness. The beer yeah. madness tournament. Beer madness. Anyways, we'll we'll figure out a cool name for the winner. But you know, give get a little content out there. Everybody's in this quarantine, you know, getting stir crazy. So give you something, you know, try out some of the beers that we like. You know, it was kind of hard, I think, for each of us to really narrow it down to eight picks, but eight picks while not trying to take the other twenty four that yeah. our our opponents have. Yes. Yes. No. Exactly. No overlapping. No overlapping beers, folks. Yeah. yeah. So, there's definitely a lot of good beers in there. A lot of local beers too. So 
Uh, you probably easily get your you could get your hands on those. But um, yeah, I guess we'll uh, see what happens in the next week or two with that. Um, so keep a lookout on the social media and uh, make sure you're voting. Nice. Any uh, any last ideas on anything that we've spoken about? No, just yep. please come back, hockey and board. Yeah, really yeah board. seriously. Yeah, I right. have ne- never missed being more miserable about a sports team in my life than I am than I do missing New Jersey right now. <laughs> I just want sports yeah. back. I don't even care about. Ho- I mean, I care about hockey. Oh, well, watch yourself there, Kyle. Just sports. <laughs> no golf. Well, yeah. and on the bright side, I did speak with the club pro for the official Sticks and Beers podcast, Golf League, starting first week in May. And sounds like uh, we're, we're going to have the green light for that. So, if anything, we'll probably just be walking and not uh, using carts or things like that, you know, to keep our distance from each other. Yeah. Uh, but that's something to look forward to. I got a push cart. It's nice. <laughs> I think I could, yeah. I think I play better when I walk anyway. Keeps oh, you yeah. kind of loose. Yeah, yeah. You can't carry, it's hard to carry a cooler of beer when you're walking, so can't drink as much. Well, I was just going to say, the other plus side of that is we aren't allowed to bring outside coolers, Tyler, get with the league rules. But yeah. Oh, I'm if, if, sneaking if, in coolers. I don't care. Hey, hey what, what if the club bro's listening to the podcast? Yeah, like, fuck them. Jesus. Jesus. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, but, one guy. Yeah. But, but at least now. Who is this guy? But at least Somebody now. Somebody hacked in. But at least now their bar might be closed, so we can't buy beer from them. Yeah. So well, I'm assuming you could probably buy beer from their little snack bar that they have. Maybe. But we'll find out. Yes. That's I mean, what that. are you supposed to do if they're both closed? You have to bring your own beer. You need to be hydrated. Hydrated. Right, yeah. 100%. So, you don't want anybody collapsing out there. Definitely, uh, definitely stay tuned for some golf content. You know, there are sticks involved in golf. Uh, there's going to be a lot of content coming. I can't fucking wait for it. Oh, my God. I already put up the golf net this earlier uh, over the, this past weekend. It was fucking freezing. I hit 10 balls, and I'm like, I'm going inside. Um, so <laughs> Every single one of the balls vibrated when you hit it, it was, vibrated up the shaft. Right dude, I was, I was wearing latex gloves to like keep my hands like somewhat warm because, you know, latex gloves keep the moisture in your hands. So when you start sweating, it, they, they're warm. But it was it was the worst. It was like hitting a baseball bat against a telephone pole. Yikes. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yep. Still had the slap shot swing going on, so that's that's gonna have to get fixed very soon. Um, along with uh, my obsession with uh, learning how to hit a stinger. Um, I know Banuzo, my buddy, who's uh, gonna do some lessons with. He's shut down. So. Oh no. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'll have to. Hopefully this breaks soon so I can get uh, get some lessons, improve the game a little bit. You can always go to the uh, Hiscock Drexler School of Golf. Yeah, <laughs> I've tried that. It hasn't worked so far. That's because you're too busy throwing tantrums, Tyler. I say I think he needs more of a, 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 a psychologist than he. Yeah, sports a, psychologist. Right? Sports psychologist. <laughs> that is true. Maybe call so, Nate Dog McKinnon up. He might be able to point you in the right direction. It might be a little out of your price range though. When, when we yeah. play in when we play in that golf tournament that you throw, Tyler. Uh, as a foursome, we, we do pretty well, and, and yeah. you, you do pretty well, too. You fucking crush the ball down the middle and come up with some huge pot. Is that still going to happen this summer? No idea. We'll find out. Yeah. More content for us. Yeah, I mean, that's not until June, so. You know, we'll I mean, see. they're already canceling shit in June. They canceled the PGA Championship. 
Uh, yeah, well, I mean, or postponed it, or whatever the hell you want to call the, it. The degree storm charity golf tournament's all smaller than the whatever that it's is. It's basically the Masters. <laughs> For us, it is. Yes. All right, guys, let's uh, let's wrap this up. And uh, folks, thanks for listening. I know the content is uh, scarce, few and, far, few and far between. Yep, Tyler. And uh, let's just hope for some for some good news soon. I think the biggest thing the NHL just needs to make their mind up. I yep. think they just got to make their mind up and just stick with it. Stop, yeah. stop being wishy-washing. I just read yeah. something on Twitter that the NHL's head medical advisor still said uh, in two weeks playing with an empty arena is still not advisable. So, Just rip the Band-Aid. If it's done, it's done. Just tell us now. Exactly. Don't let us down softly. That's the worst. You know, we're big boys. We can handle it. Yep. Agreed. Let us focus on next year. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. It's been your boy, Bob D, Kyle Hiscock, Tyler Hickey. It's been real. Been fun. It hasn't been real fun there, folks. We will see you, I guess, when we see you. On social yeah. media. Yeah, social the, media. Check Make out sure the you vote. Vote. Hasta luego, folks. See ya. See ya. See ya.